4: Hello and welcome to New York Talk. This is the Rotherham United podcast. We have Fleetwood Town to preview this weekend. Uh, it's revenge this weekend. We um, have a Full House. We have Mick with us I'm Danny. Hello, Mick and Danny. So, Hello.
3: We
0: Hello.
4: Uh, we have Will
0: back with us for, for the first time around. Nice to have you back, Will. Thank you for, uh, for having me. Yeah. Looking forward to chatting more, Millers. And Ben has turned
4: up at the very last second and made it all a pair. Thank you for joining us, Ben. Yes, I, you're welcome. Uh, what Thank this does give us a really good opportunity to do, though, Ben, <coughs> is to play the advert. So, as, as you will know, with we'll <laughs> Manscape. So here is a quick word from Ben. I am looking ben forward to
5: this. Places. Oh no, no! Hello
6: and happy New Year from us all at New York Talk. Uh, there's only foreigners, but happy New Year. Uh, also from happy New Year from my friends at Manscaped. Who very kindly decided to sponsor us. Uh, they're promoting their new product, the Lawnmower 4.0, um, which is kind of well known for reducing cuts uh, and making it a lot easier to trim your balls. Uh, you can buy this separately or in a bundle called the Performance Package. Which also, which in that you get a ball toner, ball toner, and ball deodorant, uh, which are actually very handy. Um, because they're specifically designed for your bones so they they work very well. Uh, I would highly, I highly recommend all of this. Uh, the lawnmower, mower it comes with a little light, uh, comes with a little light there that comes on when you when you turn the the razor on. So mm. it's very good. It comes with a little charging port, all oh, which is also a little holder. Yeah, I highly recommend it. I use it, and I I highly recommend it. You highly recommend it, Ben. You
5: highly recommend that somebody goes to manscaped.com and enters the code NYT for free shipping and 20% off. So that's manscaped.com for 20% off, free shipping using the code NYT. And Ben highly recommends it.
4: <laughs> Every time. <laughs> oh, brilliant.
5: Oh, that's horrible. Jake
4: Hilden makes a very good point. You could tell Nick wants to take this out of him like laughing throughout him. <laughs>
6: that was like a four take. That was like that was like
5: four take. It were I I am that childish. I'm oldest here by some some distance, and I'm still laughing when he says balls. <laughs> <laughs> I really need to grow up, don't I? <laughs> yeah. It's a bit late now. Oh yeah.
4: uh, brilliant. Um but yeah, Manscaped, they are good. Double don't believe, not double don't believe Mick, they are quite good. Um, so let's talk about Rothery United. We've got a few things to cover tonight. Shall we start with the Papa John's trophy confirmation? Uh, that's only like a couple of minutes because it's Pete's trophy. Confirmation that Cambridge will be playing us again. It's been almost a month since we played him, so it is time to play him again this season. Um, Danny, of the three, it could have been how highly did you rank Cambridge in sort of wanted off position?
3: Um, I think before they played Newcastle in the FA Cup, I would have put them probably second behind Portsmouth, uh, but you can tell they've took momentum from beating Newcastle and taking it to Portsmouth, um, and if, fair play to them, you know, um, I don't quite know how far Cambridge have made it in the competition in their history, um, but any club that's made it to the quarterfinals has done very well. Um out of the three, though, I would have preferred Exeter, in all honesty, because my mate works there, and so it would have been a chance for him to come up to New York Stadium and me and him to go out on the lash after work. Um, but no, I think um, I'll t- I'll take Cambridge. It should be uh, a good game, I think, because we've seen in the advertiser that Warnie is up for the cup, which is great to see. Yeah. I'll wait and see.
4: Uh, thoughts on it, Dwell? Uh, it's they're a tough team. We obviously don't know how how much change they're going to make. It, but if they play anywhere near their strongest team, it's going to be a really tough game in a few weeks.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're are a side that put out a, a very strong side against Portsmouth. So yeah. uh, obviously, want to want to progress in the competition. And why not? You know, it's an opportunity to get to get. Get to Wembley, and there's a lot of sides that have, have been through a lot of hardship that need the money um, of of a Wembley day, and I'm sure yeah. Cambridge will, will be coming up um, and and fancying their chances. To be honest, um, so we've got to be alert. We've got a really good um, squad, so a good opportunity to to pit their their wits against the good Cambridge side. But we'll uh, we'll see where we go. It's uh, it's an interesting one. Um, yeah. See uh, see what we can do. Yeah.
4: Yeah, fingers crossed for that week. I think it's the 24th, And it? Tuesday, the 24th is um, 25th. 25th, Sorry, yeah, we commence the 24th on Tuesday, the 25th. So we'll preview that. Uh, Harvey Kellwick is with us on the comments, so thank you for joining us. And Reese Kellick is also with us. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Um, yeah, so also, we should point out what me and Mick and Danny did last night. Um, on Wednesday night, we spoke to Dan Barlassa. Sorry, I was Sorry <laughs> Um so in a few weeks' time around the Pizza Trophy game, we're gonna release that episode um with Dan Barlasser and his dog makes an appearance. So anybody wants to see the dog. <laughs> i am not tell so, you what well. else he did, but yeah, his, his his uh Chihuahua makes an appearance. Chihuahua? Yeah, so, Chihuahua, yeah. yeah. Yes. It's well worth the watch just for Chihuahua. It is, yeah. <laughs> um so I thanks him for doing that, and I said we <laughs> we need some editing because of the dog, so that's going to take us a bit of time, to be honest with you. But that'll be out week of the pizza trophy
5: game. Keep an eye out for that. it uh, was good right, Mick. Yeah, 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 very interesting. Really good to talk to, and obviously, as everybody has already said, anyway, it's a, a lovely lad, and he's it's so easy to chat to. And you know, we had a chat before and a chat afterwards as well. It, you know, he just it, it, it's brilliant. Really, really good to have have people like him at our club, and just as a person, let alone the immense ability that he's got on on, uh, on pitch you know he's um, he's class act a class act
3: I think Despite most surprising... being from newcastle which you know who, who knew i think the most surprising <laughs> thing is learning that he watches my vlogs he does watch a bit those of an... vlogs. oh okay <clears throat> because he watched the uh, the cambridge one and out of all of them, yeah, I'd probably say that one because I got the whole goal from Chio mm. up to Barlasta scoring. So no wonder he's watching <clears> it. The only embarrassing thing is that he's heard me going absolutely ballistic <laughs> in the stand. <laughs> um, but no, nice to know that a player actually watches my vlogs. So yay! Mm. Yeah, and he follows me on Twitter. Yeah, he does. Oh. <laughs> we thought that we're going places, lads. Getting.
4: Hey, right. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. Let's start with the Fleetwood stuff. We've got some transfers to we'll talk about later on, but let's start with Fleetwood. Um, this is the ret- return fixture of our worst performance of the season. One, certainly, one, one of our worst performances of the season. Um Ben, were you at the f- original Fleetwood game before I us asking any questions about it?
6: Uh, it was. Was it in August?
4: September, early September you remember I 11th, I think uh, it was. Think, uh, Everybody over there, it. I think, remembers. Yeah, I, I think we we never don't remember you weren't
6: there. We never played well against Fleetwood. I remember it was in Malta a couple of years back on a lad's holiday. Not. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it was, we were in Championship and we lost first game of season to Fleetwood. 3-2 Yeah, I it was the first game League after we got relegated, weren't yeah. it? Yeah, and we lost. Was it in Championship or was it League One? League One. Yeah. Yeah. League remember, One, yeah, we, we lost 2 0. Oh, 2 yeah. I know <laughs> the fact that we lost. I thought we were in Champions we lost 3-2. <laughs> um, yeah, we've, we've never seemed to win against Fleetwood. Uh, they're a bogey team. But yeah, I don't know where they are in the league, but they're not setting the world on fire, are they? So, I don't see it's just another game, in it. So, I don't I don't see why we can't win.
4: Yeah, the result against us seem to be a bit of an anomaly. Um, because having I mean, if you watch that game, watch non league games this season, you assume they're going to be a pretty good team for Stasions. It causes a lot of problems in a lot of different areas of the pitch. Um, since they've had a change of manager, aren't they? Simon Grayson was the manager at the time. Uh, who's their manager now? I haven't checked that. I should have checked. Does anybody know? So- uh, Stephen Crane. No, okay, fair enough. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. enough. They say 18- 19th, Ben. Two points outside the relegation oh. zone. So they are struggling. Um, Will. I- I don't know. What what do you expect from Fleetwood? Because different manager, different... That's a very broad a of question, isn't it? So, <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, they're, they're a side that are scoring, for, for where they are in the league, they're scoring a lot of goals. Um, so 37 goals so far represents the ninth the, mo- the ninth most in the league. Um, and a lot of those have been scored via set pieces. Uh, so they scored 14 goals from set pieces. And that's always going to happen when you've got... The quality of, of Danny Andrew, uh, I think we saw that at, at the, the New York Stadium, to be fair. Already got six goals and six assists. Um, but under uh, Stephen Craney, they've also been playing uh, a lot more uh, through the midfield. So they've got Jay Matete that sits... Sort of at the base of the midfield, uh, receiving the ball from the centre backs, uh, will then play in. Um, you know the likes of Callum Camps, who, who was prolific at the New York, um, and they've got a left winger called Cal, uh, called Callum Camps, um, called Paddy Lane, um, who was a guy that they've signed from Hyde United um, in the summer. Twenty years old. Um, and he's already picked up eight assists this season, so um, pretty decent uh, pick up from their end. Of course, he the from, pieces? Uh, from from the New York was the performance of Callum Morton, who unfortunately yeah. for, for Fleetwood has now returned to uh, West Brom right. and gone back out on loan to our good friends Peterborough. Um so um you know, best of luck to, to Callum there. Um but yeah, it should be a really difficult game. Um I don't think the table reflects how difficult it'll be. And I'm sure you guys were about to highlight this, but we actually, as far as I can see, have never actually won at Fleetwood. So I think it'd be a really good time to break the duck. We've never won at Fleetwood. <laughs> oh dear. We haven't played that many times, so let's be you know, yeah, we've two thousand and twelve.
4: Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So they are the new league, aren't they? They are a newcomer. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's a banana skin, Danny. Like like Will says, and like we know from the first time around, they've got the players in there to to cause us problems. Morton's not there, which he was key to, to hurting Woody's afternoon that day. Um, yeah. But they're still going to have quality as as will most teams in this league.
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, you could have said it was a bit of a. Um i have put a bit of an advantage for us, them, um, say them, uh, West Brom, we calling Callum Morton. But Fleetwood have replaced him with Ellis Harrison. And um, from how he's played, well, from how I'm looking at how he's played against Doncaster, he has actually filled Morton's shoes quite well. I mean, he scored on it his debut. Donny. It is Donny. Yeah, it is, it is Donny. <laughs> but, yeah, but, you know, to just come straight into a new side and then um, score on your debut, you know, he, he has hit the ground running. Um, but Fleetwoods are actually in a very goodish run of form. They've only lost one of the last five, uh, which was against Shrewsbury yeah. on the 27th. Um, so, yeah, they, like I say, it is going to be a little bit of banana skin, but we said that when we played them last time, and that was a big banana skin, and we very, very yeah. nearly fell flat on our arse against that one. But, unfortunately, we somehow did a flip and landed on our feet and then went on 21 games unbeaten. You know, so, again, this swings and roundabouts of football, isn't it? Um, but, yeah. like I said, with Fleetwood, we've not won at their place, but we've not really played them that much. Um, so, it, it does have potential to be one of them where it's like, right, we've got a blank page. Let's just put in the best performance that we can. And from what I've been reading in the advertiser, we've got a full-strength squad. There are no injuries. Uh, Wiles is back from his back injury. Uh, Miller's back as well so we've got a full squad to pick from so I think we can take the momentum from playing really well against QPR even though we lost on penalties but we can sort of excuse that if that makes sense you know. Um, Take that momentum, take it to Fleetwood and just keep going because I thought we were very good in midfield against uh, QPR and if Fleetwood are a bit more midfield orientated if we can stop them playing their way and concentrate on getting the ball wide to Chio and Or Fergie or Miller or whoever starts, we could break them down quite easily. But we just have to be mindful of their set pieces because we know what they're about, don't we? Oh, that wonder goal! Oh dear, still just (laughs) went out (laughs) there.
4: Yeah, yeah. It's going to be they're inconsistent, like I said. They've only lost one of the last five, but then they went on a long, long, long period of games without winning. So that just shows the inconsistency, which is why you find yourself 18th, 19th. That's why the teams are not because the bad teams doing inconsistencies. If they were bad teams, you'd be buying a league like Donny. Um, from us, Mick, technically three games unbeaten because obviously the QPR game was technically a draw. It's the, again the shoots of some of positivity again after the Accurton loss and the Bolton game, which wasn't a great performance. The crew and the QPR game, there was a step up in performance, and it's if we keep that going, we'll be fine. But we've got to keep that performance level at a consistent level. That's what, that will keep us up there,
5: yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've talked about it, haven't we? I've at, at infinite the last I don't know how many podcasts of the, the performance levels have dropped. Um, and, and I think they probably stayed the same in that first half against crew as well. It was only in the second half that we really seemed to seem to step it up, and we and then at QPR we started to look a lot more like ourselves. Um, I, I think looking back at the 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 game at New York Stadium, I think I think that is well, we all know that, that was an anomaly. You know, it's not, that is not Rotherham United. Um, and, and we've proved that since then. But what it does tell us that if we do have that drop-off in form, if we do, if we do let our guard down, they will punish us. Um, but I suppose you could say that about just about any team in this division. You know, mm. um, we know, we know that we have got enough to see off Fleetwood. We know we've got enough to see off anybody in this division. Anybody so it's just a question of whether we can hit those heights or start to start to reach towards those heights that we reached you know when we were in the middle of that unbeaten run um, we don't need to be scared do we? we just need to go in there and, and perform to our best and we'll, we'll we'll turn them over we will turn them over so long as we're able to get those levels up and that's that's key that's key because of of, of what's been going on in the last few games for me. What it's a performance? Yeah, yeah. In terms of in terms of performance levels, in terms of quality yeah. that we've shown, um, I think I think it's really well. We've talked about it, I mean, it did drop off in the run up to Christmas, and uh, it's, it's just about starting to come back to a bit of a level now. So yeah. hopefully, but it continues thing, on Saturday.
6: We're playing fifty games a season, and we're not we're not a Premier League team. So the it, we are we are the best team in this league, but like it's hard to keep that. Focus for 50 mm. games a season, mm. and especially no offence to the players because it's a great team. But unless you're a Premier League quality team, it's very hard, yeah. unless you've got them facilities and that kind of coaching, it's hard to keep that focus for a whole year. Um, and, and
5: bear in mind, as well, we're such a high pressing, high energy team, you know, something's gonna have to give you know that all the players have got the quality. But it's whether it's being able to balance the two, isn't it? You know, the quality and the hard work. And, and that's where, it, um, that's where it, it can fall down. Hmm.
4: Yeah, yeah it's uh, It's time to start looking at other teams as well. It feels like we're only halfway through the season, really. But it feels like it, it almost feels like it's business time. You know, we we'll start looking at Sunderland result midweek and we'll start looking at Wigan's results. 24 games in, it, it, it's, it's actually lit earlier than it feels. I don't know if anyone else feels the same. Mm. Um, mm. It sort of feels intense already, and you don't normally feel that till end of February time. Um, it's about to get more intense, I suppose.
5: I, that, that, I think that's because we're we're we are the chase aren't we? Rather than mm. the chasers, mm. um, yeah. and and you know we've we've had a couple of opportunities where we could put some some daylight between us and us and the teams below us, and we've not taken it. We've now got another opportunity to do that. Um, mm. So hopefully we'll take it this time. But when you're when you're the one being chased, it's um, the pressure's a lot more than than when you're chasing. And usually at this stage of the season, we're starting, we're we're doing a Wednesday and looking up, you know. Um, and, and not and, yet.
6: Like I guess not only the pressure is higher, but it's hard to harder to find that harder to fire your team up when you're top of the hmm. league. It's not hard, but it's harder than when you. are Second, and mm. you you're chasing someone because you it seems to have yeah. a target in it. To yeah, you're not somebody. you're not chasing, oh are you? It's very yeah. hard to. It's not. It's very easy to be like, oh, top of the league. That's, uh, I'm not going to do that. Because I'm top. You know what I mean? So relax yeah. a little bit. It's very easy. To, very easy to do that. You it would be. I can't. I, it
4: doesn't doesn't feel like a
6: poor worn trip. I know what you're saying. No, no, no. That's what I'm just saying. It's harder to buy up your team when you're not. You're not the underdog. Yeah. Yeah. I
4: get what you're saying. Hmm. Me um, was nice to see some lose on Tuesday, but Lincoln seemed to find the form, and we played them on Tuesday. Very good point. Um, and Darren Clark, hey, lads, who do you think are Rotherham's biggest threat in the title race? He thinks Wigan. He hopes Donny can do Rotherham a favour on Saturday and beat them. Uh, yeah, we all hope Donny can do us a favour, but I would not put a single penny <laughs> the money put, on uh,
6: that. You put them at league, aren't they, Donny? Yes. Mm. But they just like you're an A-guard, so... So he's he still playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How old is he? Uh, well, uh, he's not that old. I don't think. I thought he was in his peak when he came to us. No, it's sort of still coming up a little bit. What oh, is it? He?
4: he is 32, so not old, old, but, you know, anyway. Uh, Will, who is our biggest it? It's Wigan, isn't it, really?
0: So, I, I, this is a difficult one. Um, I think there's a, a couple of reasons that Wigan could and couldn't be our uh, biggest mm-hmm. rivals. Obviously, they've got about 300 games in hand on everyone, which obviously helps. But what I would say is, you know, as proven last season, you can have as many games in hand as you want. You've got to take the points. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not a given, What I, is what I would say. Um, for me... I disagree. I think our biggest um, contenders are Wickham and that's purely because I don't think anyone enjoys playing Wickham. I think when it gets to the the crunch of those last 10 or 15 games, they've proven last season that they're in, in for a fight and that manager will not allow them to, to have a day off. So mm. there might be a few points behind us and we've got an upper hand at the moment, but I think they'll give 120 percent right until the end of the season, which is why, you know, I think they'll be pushing at, at the top of uh, of the playoffs right into automatic uh, promotion uh, places. So Wickham for me, uh, but I can see the clamour for for Sunderland who will probably sign, you know, sign some players on some ridiculous amount of money. I know uh, Wigan have just signed Josh McGinnis today, mm. who's a great addition to to their squad so um, you know writing no one off at the moment I think we've just got to look at what we're doing and make sure that we can get results and if we get to the end of March and we're still sat top two I think I'd be pretty happy at this stage yeah
3: Yeah. yeah,
4: definitely Mm. Wickham are a worry for me you don't want to get in a fight with Wickham because they will make it very
6: very dirty and take it down wherever they need to take it Yeah, but for me that's how you beat them I mean you can't you can't play nice football when they're not trying to play football you've got to you can't you know what I mean? Go well, they, player, that's that's their
4: key, isn't it? That's, that's their
6: joke. Yeah. That how do you play against them? It's so difficult. Get them sent off. It's the because they will. They will. They, they, they are not good enough. Who's that guy up front? What's his name?
2: Cash? Cash? Oh, he's no. gone.
6: Cash cut. Oh, is he? I'm sure they've got a weakness player on their team that will... 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 is a loose cannon. You play With a team like that, there is someone on their team that likes a red card, that likes a... Good challenge. And you get him sent off. And then they can't do all because he got 10 men. In my opinion. But well, then not... will they work
3: doubly hard to try and get one of your men sent off and make it even Stephen? Well, that's
6: again. fine. Well, if you, if your player gets sent off, then you give him clip that right back at Ed because he knows the game plan. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not a football manager, though. So really? I can't. I'm not. Yeah, really. I'm not a football manager. Obviously, I'm 17.
0: I see where a lot of people come in from with Wickham and, and the whole... Anti-football thing reverberates around around League One every time. Uh, Wigan, uh, Wigan, Wickham, uh, Wigan are probably going to screenshot that and send a, a <laughs> bit of abuse. Um, Wickham, you know, they've got that reputation, have not they? But what I would say is they're very effective at what they do. Mm. Um, so. You know, whether you like it or not, they'll be they'll be playing the same way until the end of the season. And let's be fair, we've, we're have we a side that's been tarred with the same brush previously. You know, who mm. fit long um, and all that sort of thing. So there's there's nothing wrong with the way they're trying to play football. Um, I don't personally enjoy it. And I know mm. a few, was on, few of us on the pod tonight probably agree. Um, but, you know, they're getting results and that's why they are of concern to me. Yeah.
6: Well, their manager probably don't enjoy playing it, but I'm sure he enjoys winning games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's it. That's the whole point. Results. They found games. a system that works, yeah. and they've got we've got whatever their
4: squad size is, twenty man squad that is drilled into the ground about what they do and how they do it, and how they're successful. Yeah. Yeah. I watched last half an hour of their game against Bolton. And it were a
6: tough one. Why watch. would you do that to
4: yourself? I, I, was, just, I was just interested to know like, if they just the same, if they just say same everything else. And they do. They're so effective at what they do. They're already 2 0 up, and the ball belly barely game, but it works. Um, yeah.
5: You, you do realize you could have looked out that window and watched grass starting to grow, did not you? <laughs> <laughs> it would a, bit more interesting, a bit more entertaining.
4: I, I, I stupidly <laughs> turned the sunlight game off before watching Lee Johnson get sent off. So I was disappointed in myself. <laughs> um, yeah. Um so, Okay, let's move on to us a bit more. Danny, as you mentioned, fully a, a full squad. Even Angus McDonald's back, so it is a properly mm-hmm. full squad. Um, We made some changes because the FA Cup, but it was still strong. The big question for me is the midfield. Barless is going to start. Rathamon's probably going to start. You've Your question then becomes, sadly, or Wiles. Wiles is back. Sadly, done all right. Where, where are you sitting in that question?
3: Um... I think because we have the um, the mindset of if you play well, the shirt's yours and it's the other guy's job to win it off you sort of thing. Mm. I could see, sadly, playing as number 10 again. Um, because like, like Will said about Fleetwood being rather heavy in midfield, if we are equally as heavy but also on the ball quicker in midfield and have a, that bit of trickery about it, is that sadly it does bring to the table when it pays off for him and he doesn't mm. try and do too much with it. That could be another way through. You know, if we're playing a very attacky midfield um with both Barlasser and Sadlier in it, it could work in our favour. But um a lot of people did slate Sadlier for his performance against QPR, but then again, he's against championship players and this is what Barlasser said to us when we chatted to him on in the championship sort of let you have more time on the ball. Mm. Um which I don't know could, could make Sadlier try and think too quickly whilst he's trying to do too much. If that if that makes sense,
4: I, th- I think that's one of his problems. Is I think when he has time to think, I think it hurts his game. Yeah, uh, I think it suits him to be for, for it to be a bit more frenetic. I think.
3: Yeah, for it to be more of a pass, move, receive, distribute, and then move yeah. again sort of game. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I personally, I'd go with Sadlier. I think uh, unless Wiles has been absolutely exceptional in training. And has been pinging balls about left, right, and centre, and scoring him like it's like it's a striker. I'd keep Sadlier in personally. Yeah. yeah,
4: it's a good, it's a good, good question to have to ask yourself, Paul. One, who, which one of those players? I, I really want Sadlier to do well because he's one of them players. If he starts doing well and starts playing really well, he's going to be amazing to watch because he'll ping him in. He'll, he'll do all these magical things, but he just needs to find a bit more consistency. Ben, you've been one of his biggest critics. Um, but you're very impressed As Bolton, a QPR I did okay. Uh, where are you sitting on
6: this? Sadly, offence. Uh, that's a good question. It's so hard to comment on that when you're not seeing him every day in practice, uh, training. Because he's, I don't know. I don't know what he's like in training. I don't know if he slags it off. I don't. Know Just if go on what you've seen on football pitch. No. <laughs> Because he's played you got all to You two can't games. base on anything else. Yeah, I'm saying. I'm saying no. I'm saying I won't start. i playing. Bro, sorry, started sorry, started. sorry. Bro. Because um, he's for me. <sighs> he's not athletic enough. I don't think. I don't think to play the position he wants to play. I don't think he's athletic enough, and I hate that. I hate. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that term, athletic enough. But I don't think he is. I don't think he's. I don't want to get pinned up in dressing room. The video, video gets <laughs> again. up. be good. In. If you if you're
4: motivating him, that's good.
6: Yeah, it is. It is. Uh but you know, I'm sure he's a I'm sure he's a really nice kid. Um but I just don't see I don't see the potential. Okay. I thought you'd change your mind after the Bolton game, but no, I played alright. All right. Listen, he, I I'm open to being proved wrong. Well. I hope that it does prove me wrong. Well. Mm. But if I'm the manager, which can I point out I'm not. Uh, again. again. No, because I uh, people uh, one thing I hate, you know, all these fans are oh, I'll do this, I'll do this, I would do this, I would do this, I would do, do this. So why are not you manager then? You know what I mean? I mean uh, I as, 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 a, po- not... as a podcast,
4: that's kinda of what we're here to do. You know what I mean though. <laughs> people are, no the people on Twitter say,
6: Oh, he should be sacked, I would do this, yeah mate, you on Twitter. Like <laughs> just calm it, you know what I mean? But yeah, personally I wouldn't um Yeah, that's just me. I'll see him in training every day. Fair enough. Uh, Josh Smith,
4: Wiles back for him. He's had a rest all but through injury. He's our best midfielder (laughs) on his day. And I suppose, I think what Ben's trying to say, Mick, is it gives us that bit more physicality. He's stronger than Sadler. He's not scared to get going for a tackle with Sadler. He's meshes him a bit. Wiles wins the battle on that
5: category, doesn't he, really? (laughs) Ben (laughs) Wiles is our best midfielder. One of our best midfielders. Probably one of the best midfielders in this division um, on his day. Uh, it's, it's, if he's back fit again for me it's a no-brainer there's no way that Ben Wiles gets dropped for me if he's fit and on form, I, I would caveat that with what Ben's just said there, he's got to be performing in training again because he had, his performances did drop off, we don't know whether that was down to this back injury that he'd been carrying or what, I don't know but for me, uh, if Ben Wiles is fully fit, he's in the team That's that's the end of that one for me Fair enough. will I'll give you the deciding books. I
4: would keep Sadlier because I think he's done all right. What where where's the podcast going based on what
0: you say? I mean, for for me, I I, I would play Wiles-y, uh mm. purely because, as I mentioned, you know, quite a lot of their play will come through uh, that that defensive midfield area, um, so we need to stop it at source. For me, Sadlier is a different player mm. to Ben Wales. Sadlier sadly, is is not as good off the ball uh yeah. as as Wilds. so that's why I would play uh Wales but look you know the the quality that Sadlier has on the ball you know coming on as a 10 in that second half proved uh the difference against the quality op- mm. operator uh, a couple of weeks ago so you know you could make a case for both but for me Ben Wiles is is one of the first names on the team sheet if it I think if it doesn't
3: start, he definitely plays because, like we say, yeah. he, he changes the way our midfield operates, which could upset Fleetwood um, towards the end of the second half. You know, if we just change the way our midfield operates late in the second half, when they're already a bit, um, a bit on the um, the puffing side, shall we say, the um, the stamina of our squad will bulldoze them if we change our midfield late in the second half. And like when we chatted to Barley uh, yesterday, he said we're probably fit his team in division, and I'm inclined yeah. to agree. The amount of running that our squad does is incredible. Um, and as Louis Wing said in an interview at the start of the um, of the window when he left, uh, some players don't like it, but you have to be committed to the cause to be to be here and like it and get on with everybody. Which is why I'm very annoyed at someone's letter in the <laughs> advertiser the other week. Oh, is about that play... it's about the? Uh... Yeah, it's about someone going to watch the Titans because um, one his comments about players being committed and he don't believe it. It's it's a it's a load of piss to be honest, but um, you know it's one of them things. <laughs> hey wait, wait, is it is it? Just go. It's this um, it's this Rotherham fan apparently who said he's not going to watch football anymore. He's going to go off and watch Rotherham Titans because of um, like uh, he's not believing that players are committed and he don't believe it and this that and other. And it's like. Mate, do what you want. You know, I, I'm sure of them. Titans is a lovely place to go and watch rugby, and, and they're, fun, second, they're second in league as well. You know, so is
6: it a fan or
3: apparently? you got
6: to so. Wait, talk, wait don't,
0: don't uh, do do I, I, it I, every day.
6: theres is, I mean,
0: there is also a follow up in the uh, in the advertiser this week from another fan that's mm. writing in in response to that fan is that saying, yeah, "Yes, there is. it's rugby."
5: <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if, if if there's if there's one thing that you cannot cannot question about this squad this season and about the management team at Rotherham United and and the club as a whole, if there's one thing you cannot comment on or, 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 or you know argue about, it is commitment. The commitment is one hundred percent from everybody, top to bottom, and it's clear to anybody at all that has watched any of the games this season. I mean, that's just i mean, that's just the most bizarre thing I've ever heard, quite frankly. You've got to bear in oh. mind,
4: it's the, it's the writing section to a newspaper, a local yeah, newspaper yeah. at that. Mm. You've got to bear I'm in mind, local newspapers, yeah. My <laughs> grandad once wrote a letter to the advertiser, complaining about the city bus in Rotherham. Bear in mind, he didn't get on a bus, ever. Yeah. So this is kind of local uh, Fair
5: comment, Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> But with the whole hundred percent commitment, even with Freddie, even though he wants to to leave and he sees his career elsewhere, he is still committed to this squad. Uh, yeah, because yeah. you watch how he played against Crew when he knew he'd, he'd submitted it, and how much he was willing on the penalties from the sideline against QPR. Even though he wants away and sees his career elsewhere, he's still committed to the squad because they're all mates. You know, in an interview that Josh K.O. did, he, he said that Freddie has been his biggest crit- uh, criticizer in terms of like developing and and giving him advice, but it's what he wants. He wants someone to be on the nose with him and just say, this is what you need to do. And Freddie's been his best mate in that regard. So even though I can understand a few fans being annoyed that you know a top at league were one of the best teams in the league and Freddie wants out of it, I can understand the frustration, but he's still committed. Mm. You know what I mean? He's still committed and he still wants the best for us, even if he doesn't see himself being part of it, but he's still 100% behind it, which is something you sort of have to... Give him credit for because some players will just go, I want out, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bother anymore. You know, I'm not gonna bother until me until my move comes. But with Freddie, he's like, it's my decision, I want to move away, I want to try my hand somewhere else, but I'm still backing you lot whilst I'm here. You know, so
2: well
4: that brings on to the sort of the next chat of the of the starting lineup, really. Who are you starting up front? Obviously Michael Smith, that's without right question, let's pick some of the injury on Friday. Michael Smith's gonna be starting. Um Ben, I'll come to you because we, can, we don't have the Freddie chat. I assume you're not starting
6: Freddie. You're going to go Will Grigg or uh, or JJ. Yeah, they have been playing better in training, I would. I wouldn't start Freddie. I don't think it's fair to the rest of the team. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I keep him on the bench, obviously mm. just in case because he's a good player and I've been cheering on. But uh, no, I wouldn't start. Him. I'd start JJ. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, no. I of playing, playing, training. You're,
4: you're still allowed to pick somebody, so you've said you <laughs>
6: I'm, I'm not at the training ground, so I, yeah, I, I, don't, know. I, I don't know. Too late, you <laughs> said JJ. Nobody's <laughs> going to crucify you if, it, if it's wrong. I know, True but I'm it. just saying what I would do if I was, I would pick who playing better.
3: But yeah. if you had to pick somebody based <laughs> on how they played football, you'd pick?
6: Uh, I would pick, I, would pick uh, I don't know, I'd pick Greg. Pick Greg, because <laughs> I feel like he... <laughs> ben,
3: just pick a name and I stick feel like, with I,
6: it. <laughs> I, feel like he, I feel like he deserves more of an opportunity than he's had. Oh, Greg. Okay.
3: Nice.
6: <laughs> that was hard work, that, to so. us, um, Will.
5: If, well, if,
4: if you give him
5: yeah, two I mean. choices, he'll go for one, and then you'll go really, and you'll go for other one. That's true. That's how it works. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, well, I'm hoping for a much more logical answer, and I expect I expect what? you to
0: give me a well thought out answer. Mine answer. was logical. Mine it, was logical. Mine in was fairness, logical. his answer was was logical. So <laughs> I, I feel like that's, that's a little bit harsh on him. Um, <laughs> for for me, Grig Grig has to play. He's I think a guy that is is really intelligent both on and off the ball. We're going to create a lot of chances. I hope um, on uh, on Saturday against Fleetwood, we need that fox in the box that's going to put them away. And for me, that is that's Will Grigg to a T. So Will Grigg would start for me. Um, you know, uh, Coyote off the bench is, is a great asset to have. Um, so so yeah, would expect to see that. Uh, but yeah, Will Grigg starts uh, starts on Saturday for me. Is that succinct enough for you? I like it. <laughs> I like it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could follow your reasoning. Ben would just not do this and all to that.
6: No, hang on. No, I no. said no. You made me pick. Spider-Man. I said we've never been play- been playing <laughs> better in practice, and then you made me pick, which that I is. didn't want to do. Okay, right.
4: Um, well, again, you—we've not you obviously weren't with us last week for the for the Freddie bombshell. What? Where? Where are you standing on the whole saga up to now?
0: Whew. <sighs> This is uh, a pretty difficult one for me. Um, so, before the news broke um, in in a group chat, uh, I said that I was so confident Freddie Ladapo wasn't leaving Rotherham United, I would wear a Doncaster shirt for the rest of the season, um, and then uh, the official club uh, club thing broke about three minutes later. So, oh. egg on the face there. Um, in terms of the actual situation, for me, um, you know, I don't know enough of the, the ins and outs of what Freddie wants to do um, and all that sort of thing. And I don't think it's fair for us as fans to judge, um, you know, the decision. From a fan's point of view, I'm disappointed that he wants to go because, you know, we're in a great position. Um, but from a human human element, you know, if someone came to me and said, no matter how good uh, the company was doing that I work for, there was a, another opportunity elsewhere. It was it was going to be better paid. It was going to be a better opportunity for me. I'd be stupid not to look at it, would I not? So, yeah. I I yeah. don't have any malice towards Freddie Ladapo for the decision that he's made. I'm I disappointed. Yes, is the is the timing of it a little bit untoward? Yes. Do I agree that it took a call from his agent to Paul Warren to know about the situation? I think that's completely unacceptable. And Freddie should hold his hand up, hands up on that and say, I got that wrong. Um, from my perspective, I don't think that's right. Um, but he might follow different values. Um, and for for me, now let's, let's focus on the positives. You know, we've got two great strikers at the club uh, outside. Sorry, three. Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Smith... Uh, Will Grigg And and probably one of the best Academy prospects That we've ever created uh, in, in JJ That's where we need To put our focus now and, and looking at You know Potentially who could Come in as well Which I'm sure sure The club are doing um, You know Night and day If, if Freddie does go um, If he gets on that pitch As a supporter Of the football club I'll back him As much as I possibly can Because that's my job That's what I am there to do um, So So yeah I know there are other people uh, that are watching the podcast tonight that have a differing view and won't back Freddie because of the decision that he's made. Um, And that's 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 their viewpoint. But for me, you know, I have no malice towards him if he goes on, has a great career. You know, it's a short one. So good luck to him. But um, yeah, disappointing. But, you know. No one's bigger than the club. We move on, um, and I'm sure whoever comes in, hopefully, will buy into what we're trying to do here and put us a little bit closer to to winning that league title. Hmm.
4: Ben, again, I've Hmm. not spoken to you since since the story broke. Really, Um, again, again, you've been similar to sadly one of his biggest biggest critics. But again, where do you sit?
6: I mean, listen, people need to understand that he's he's He's... I don't know about his personal life. I don't know if he's got a girlfriend or whatever, but he's still somebody's son, somebody's boyfriend, maybe, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, He's got a life. Football's not his life. Uh, Yeah. I mean, you don't know. You don't know whether he's got a better opportunity somewhere. He doesn't like Rotherham. His family's not happy here or whatever the case may be. You don't know. And maybe someone's paying better because, especially when it comes down to like League One, League Two, so the pay is not people that oh yeah imagine being a professional footballer. It's not but like, after football, it's not pretty life. Like you still have, they have to get another job because the pay is not good enough to live off. If you, are I mean, yeah, championship you might get away with if you invest it wisely, but League One and Two I means it's very you have to be very lucky if you don't have to work again after football. So you you don't know, and the fact that you were there supporting on Saturday says that there's no you know. What I mean, I think that's something to be not happy about, but nothing to worry about because he's not got margins on, he's not sulking, he's not, there's no bitter relationship there. So, yeah, he, he's he got a life, he can do what he wants and if he wants to move away, that's that's his decision, isn't it? You know what I mean? So, yeah, no hard feelings. Can't take it personally because some, I know some fans will be like, oh, why does he want to leave our club? He's a human being at the end of the day, do you know what I mean? So he can't, it's kind of hard to judge her. Other person's decision when you're never going to be in that position, or a lot of us have never been in that position. So.
4: Yeah, fair enough. Man, don't know sure what's in the advertisers today, making oh, not today, like in the last couple of days, and basically what we wanted to say is our player until the money is paid. We get I get a lot of stick from my from through Wednesday fans saying, "Oh, he'll be gone for five pound fifty in a couple of weeks' time," that, that kind of thing, but the words coming out of the club are, and for the other players out of contract is, if you want him, you pay what we want for him. Otherwise, mm-hmm. he stays. And that's what we've got to start doing. We can't be selling a Jai for 1.5 million anymore. We need to be standing our
5: ground and saying, mm-hmm. this is what he is worth. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And it, and, it, and those, those are all the noises that are coming out of the club. Uh, like you said, from Tony Stewart, from Paul Warren, um, and, and, and and you know, it that that's brilliant. That's what we want and that's what we need. And it's just another indication that this club is going in the right direction. It's been run properly by people who who may not have known what they were doing right at the very start, mm. but they've learned and they've learned quickly and they've developed as football managers, as, as football chairman, as, as football people, because it's very different to, to a lot of other businesses. Um so yeah, I mean, it's great that those sorts of noises are coming out of the club and and if they see it through as well, happy days.
4: Happy days. That's
5: what exactly what we want. It's great news. Yeah.
4: Um, a couple more comments. I'm a player. We'll have the QPR game. You start Icky after he's finished. Um <laughs> as I would start JJ. Um, I think yeah, I think I'll get started next week weeks, potentially JJ. Um, he's not far off deserving one, is it? Um no, really Ref Watch, no. Robert Lewis is the referee against Fleetwood. He last refereed us against Wigan uh Wigan obviously at Wigan's place. I can't really remember anything about the referee if I'm honest. I may, I may be wrong to maybe calling me out. But I remember I know with a free kick in the end, but I think it was a free kick that I don't think gave away. I think it was right.
3: Um anybody else anything? I, I can't really remember him. Which is good. No, I, th- I think I think he was just consistent really. I mean we referees at this level they're never going to be exceptional, are they? Like we've 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 seen that time and time again. But if they're consistent with the decision making and there's no like terrific howler or anything like that it's you know it's like all right fair enough hope he has a good game to be fair Mm.
0: yeah yeah the the mark of a good referee i think is probably not being seen um so for me if he's made no glaring errors which i'm sure you can go back to a few games this season uh and mention a few referees I'm not going um, <laughs> to, then uh, that's mixed job. Um, <laughs> for, for yeah. um, he's been told off for that now. <laughs> uh,
4: <yeah. laughs> uh, he's his now. Uh, probably last, probably might, might not be the last one, Freddie, but Josh Smith, Freddie only cares about Freddie, saw that when he referenced himself as the club's record signing when he first signed, as well as rumours regarding Freddie last season at training. Apparently Will knows about that. Um, Yeah. If he's in for himself, that's fine. I don't mind people being in for themselves as long as helping the club. He has helped the club. To be fair to him. Yeah.
5: So there you go. That's that. That's that's that bottom, didn't it? Really, it? and I think that's succinctly put, Matt. And uh, like, like everybody else has said, you know, <laughs> we're all in it for ourselves. We're all going to work for ourselves, you know, ultimately. <laughs> Uh, if we're not happy at work we go somewhere else so I'd start Will Grigg on Saturday I'd start Will Grigg and I'll tell you for why it's the 15th of January can't be called back after Saturday so I'd said, mm. I said when he signed I want him to start his scoring goals day that he can't be called back by Sunderland Saturday's <laughs> that day so it's a hat trick for Will Grigg Saturday you heard it here first get a tenor on it
4: Okay, fair enough um, moving on to other people that don't want to be here, and also low knees who can't be called back after Saturday. Curtis Tilt, do you want me to go now, or well, is that what you mean? Are you talking about me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so again, another line that's a hard line that's come out of the club, Danny, It is we were going to call, we are going to call him back unless they pay us the fee that we want for him. That's exactly how we should be playing the game.
3: Yeah, it's great. He's great to see, is it? I mean. In the past few years, we've sort of seen like players go out, well, players be on loan at us and clubs to recall them and to send them elsewhere because we didn't want to pay that sort of fee for him. But for us to now be steadfast on the decision, if you don't give us what we want, we'll have him back, and then mm-hmm. we, we'll either a send him somewhere who wants to pay that much for him, or we'll I don't know, we'll probably try and squeeze him in somewhere this season you know, if we get an injury in defence or if Woody's a bit tired on a Tuesday sort of thing. Because, I mean, Richard Wood played 120 minutes. I never thought I'd see that this season. And apparently he were our uh, 10th penalty taker, wasn't he? After his chair uh, scored, yeah. 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 Um, But, yeah, for the club to be stood fast on the whole thing of we're having him back unless you pay us however much. I don't know the figures or anything, but I imagine we'd want the 100k minimum that we paid for him back plus a bit extra. Um, Might be worth more. It's worth more than that If
4: if he's playing well for a team or, or have the best points per game in the league, or he's not playing every game but he's playing a fair amount, it's worth more than hundred k, isn't it? Yeah,
3: exactly. Exactly, like that, a little bit more. Um, <laughs> but yeah, with with the whole tilt situation, um, for a club like Rotherham that has been painted with the brush that we get as much money for it we can out of a player, even if it's like on the cheap, to say we are now stood fast on two players saying. Freddie's not leaving unless we get what we want, and you're not having tilt unless you pay us what we want. It's a very good position to be in as as Rotherham United. Um, But one last word on Freddie is that we've had no bids for him whatsoever. That's just not in January. That's over his whole two and a half years at Rotherham. There have been no bids for him whatsoever. Mm. Very strange. Um,
4: If we manage to get rid of tilt, Nick, and make a profit on him, That'd be one of the best bits of business. Spare man played one game for the club. <laughs> it'd be brilliant business. Has he like, played?
6: Has he played?
4: He played Rochdale that game before lockdown. Oh,
6: that well. game, they were
5: terrible. What, uh, that d
6: nil <laughs> loss <with> it. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> everyone
5: was it? Everyone everyone were terrible. To be fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah so well, you can't you can't yeah can't judge him on that game. Yeah, it'd be great business, wouldn't it? Great business. What um, were well, we going to pay a million well. for him? They wanted. <laughs> They want half know. a million at Window before,
6: they, or something like yeah, that. They yeah, they want half yeah. a million from like us, Bolton, and on Bolton, but a couple of clubs, didn't Ipswich they? After him. Ipswich, mm-hmm. we, we rejected all our bids and then we signed him for 100k. and mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't we? <laughs> uh,
4: good
3: yeah. bit of
6: business, that, isn't it?
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Um, any other transfer rumours? I've seen it very, very quiet, uh, which again is what we kind of want. Uh, uh, that's the only mean? bit of
3: th- the only bit of thing I've seen is that Pompey have shown a bit of admiration for Sadlier, and there might be a little bit of interest there, um, because the Cowleys wanted to sign Sadlier from Doncaster whilst they were still managing Lincoln, and this quote was brilliant. He said we wanted to sign um, Sadlier from Doncaster, but they were the bigger entity back then. That these completely wow. finessing <laughs> Doncaster <it> were hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're still interested in Sadlier, but. Again, no bids have come in on virtually no interest for any players other than KO'd. Um, but they've been told that Swift, no, is staying here mm. and he wants to stay here. Um, yeah, well, sadly, I think it's been very, very quiet, which is great to see, I think. Yeah, it is.
5: It's there, there, there is the amusing... Uh, interest in uh, Johnson Clark Harris, I thought, which I found quite, um, quite comical. <laughs> it's it's six million pound Johnson Clark Harris. Sunderland interested in paying six million pound for Johnson Clark Harris. I thought, when I read that, that it was like a spoof. I thought, it, I, I, yeah, I thought it would be like a spoof account, but it was a genuine, genuine account. I don't know where where some of these people get the sources. But I mean that for me, and I might be wrong because I've obviously not seen him play for. Um, for a while, but I don't, he's not getting in the Peterborough side every was, week, is he? I don't think
6: he was tearing it up for Bristol a couple of years ago. He scored
5: about a um, thousand goals last season, didn't
4: he? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We've seen
3: that before from Sunderland, haven't we? Overpaying for a striker oh, yeah, of mean, League One's level, yeah. Well, yeah, it, 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 it was on their documentary once, and it funnily enough, yeah, that well, player's now here, <laughs> yeah,
6: exactly. So
5: they're yeah, going to pay six
6: million quid for him, and we're going to get him back on loaning too. So you know what? You know what? You know what? I'd take him back, me. I thought he had a good player with good potential. I just think he didn't have the right attitude. And I think if he's it's grown, I think, attitude, I, think, yeah. I, think mm. I think if he's grown mentally, I think he could be a real good player. Genuine as I'm not convinced the odds, but I'm saying if he could, I think he'd, he he got. I mean, listen, this guy could break a net with the amount of power he could put behind the ball. Mm. I think I think he he had the potential to be a very good player, but didn't use it properly. Well, it's, it's shown only four goals this mm. uh, this season
4: the championship. But like I said, last season in all competitions thirty three. That's that's an incredible total for for a league season. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Crazy, crazy money. But that's what you've got to compete with, isn't it? You know what I mean? Um, crazy stuff. I have I think talked about to most off my list. Is there anything else that anyone wants to touch on, bring up, mention? I'm sure. I'm sure I forgot something, right, but I don't know. Should we
3: play the mix advert again? No, <laughs> my <laughs> advert
6: didn't say. Oh, sorry.
3: <laughs> um, a bit, a bit more information has come out on the Will Griggs situation that I've seen in the appetizer. Um, they haven't confirmed the date for his uh, recall expiring, but I imagine if Tilts is around the fifteenth, his will be around the fifteenth as well. Um, but they've said that, well, they've confirmed that he can't sign for any other <clears throat> EFL club this yeah. season. It's either us or Sunderland. So if Sunderland do recall him, which I find very, very doubtful to be honest, if they do recall him, they can't send him anywhere else. He'd have to go up to Scotland. Why well, has
6: he played it, for? Has he played
3: for Sunderland this season? I think yeah. he played. needs to play in the Cup. League Cup for Sunderland oh, and then yeah, the majority not, of League for us. You yeah. Play
6: for more than two? Can you?
3: Yeah, so Sunderland are a little bit stuck, and I imagine that's why Lee Johnson has assured Paul Warren that he's not going anywhere, because he effectively can't, you know. Um, but I think the uh, the article that was published about uh, all exclusive Sunderland set to recall Will Grigg, it's like, you sure. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, timing was a little bit squiggly with that, because Paul Warner had just said that I've got reinsurances from Lee Johnson because we spoke at length, and he said he's not going anywhere. They just recalled two players from League Two to fill out a match day score, and then suddenly Wilgo going to be recalled. It's like, Are you sure? You
0: know, can I can I just get something off my chest? Mm. Um, which yeah. is in regards to any sort of transfer window whatsoever. Um, I absolutely cannot stand this time of year, and, it, <laughs> and the reason for that is because it brings out. All these absolute idiots that have no idea about football whatsoever, um treat tweeting or or whatever social media thing you want to go with, um about you know all these players that are moving to all these places, and it just turns out to be absolute crap. And I think <laughs> yeah. Johnson Clark Harris thing for me is absolute crap or an agent that's trying to tout his player to try and get some money out of it Mm. that's what it looks like to me That it, you know Dara McCance is a guy that would say that you know he's worth that level of uh, of Mm. money a little bit of lazy journalism says Sunderland have got some money let's say he's going there and that's how it comes about and I think as fans we just have to try and look past some of this crap that's coming out to be honest like Mm. You know, I don't understand where the rumour started that Will Grigg was going back to Sunderland because it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah. He's already said that he doesn't want to play for Sunderland and that he's done there. Um, the the loan um, thing, Danny, that you mentioned is tomorrow at 12 o'clock. Um, so that's when all, oh. all uh, clubs have got to. Uh, is it like players. a league wide thing? Uh, I believe it's EFL wide. So, yeah. uh, and then Ooh. last year they changed it was three clubs that he could play for last year, but then this season they moved it back to two. So as you say, right, Absolutely. rightly Danny, um, you know, he can't play for anyone else. Um, it doesn't make sense for him to go back to, uh, Sunderland, um, because, you know, he do not want to be there and they've got players that do want to play. And, and, you know, I think momentum is a very, very big thing in, in football. Ben probably will, will agree, I think. And, um, you know, in terms of him going back and potentially upsetting the apple cart, they absolutely will not want to do that. In the same respect, I think it's probably the same with with Curtis Tilt for us. Do we really need him back in the squad? No. For me, we've got Angus McDonald that comes back into it. You know, in a in a defence that people are struggling to get in already. Do we re- really need a character uh, of Curtis Tilt back in the squad? No. Left centre-backs are, are at a premium, as always, uh, left-footed centre-backs. So let's get uh, as much money as we possibly can for, for Curtis. Uh, but yeah, on, on the whole transfer window thing, I absolutely hate it. And I cannot wait for the 1st the or the 2nd of February to come round because then all these little virgins that have you know set up all the, their Twitter accounts will go back into their holes, never to be seen again. If you want them, please shut your account down.
3: <laughs> like, yeah. now you see, I, I'm I'm the opposite. I like it to see how much crap comes out of these accounts and how funny it is. Because, because, like you say, if you look at it from a footballing perspective, and you look at like a deal that's been announced, it's like, why? You know, because I'm sure some some people have already seen, but I have got a piece up on uh, New York mm-hmm. Talk website mm-hmm. that talks about everything that's been mentioned with Rotherham. You know, like done deals and about Jake Cole moving to Hartlepool and. The deals that have happened but then we get onto the juicy things which is the transfer rumours and one of the first ones I saw was that Mikel Miller has apparently got interest from Barnsley and Luton why <laughs> why you
4: know what I mean um what else we I got? think have got a ball it's like FA Cup draw and somebody just picks a number out, <laughs> and that's who they are link with <laughs>
3: yeah and the next time at the Tom Bowler is Mikel Miller and then the club ball oh number 24 Luton Town um <laughs> We've seen Akeem Dauphin who might be interested from Ipswich and Sunderland. Now we can see why where that's come from because the little with the big money in this league. So it's like, I'll oh, just stick them on it. That that'll make sense. Uh, what else have we seen? Um interesting cole Stockton. But then that's also alongside Millsbury, Luton, and Bolton. It's like okay. Um, can't see your signing, in Stockton. he's a so, little bit still too similar to Michael Smith and
0: I don't think he I, 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 so well. I need to put this out there because that's one of the rumours that's really really wound me up so <laughs> I, I'm really really good friends with uh, you know one of the uh, one of the people that supports Morecambe uh, mm. sh- uh, Shrimps Online writes so an analytical mm. piece week in week out um, Tom Collins if, if you're watching then hi Um you're probably not because it's a Rodham thing, so that'd be really weird. Um, <laughs> Cole Stockton is is a very similar situation to, to us with Michael Smith. Um, you know, for for us, we're not gonna sell Smith because it, it throws the opportunity of of um of us going up down the kibosh. For for them, if they were to sell Cole Stockton, they'd be relegated. Simple as. I don't think yeah. they could get a player of of uh, of that quality. That said, if they were to sell him, you know they've got a decent contract on him, so they'd want two, three million. We're not going to pay that. No, no. So at all. It's, it's a non-starter for me. Um, and so, and yeah, they can ask for that because they've got cash in bank. Here. You, you look at the Spurs FA Cup tie.
4: That's they got as much money mm. from FA Cup tie as they would from selling selling Cole Stockton, yeah. so they don't need to sell him.
0: Um, and which is and a good position. Worth mentioning hmm. as well, the the people that are saying that Michael Smith is a very similar player to, to Cole Stockton, he's absolutely not. He is dreadful in the air. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, but will 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 you you got that wrong, mate? Because they're both tall. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I mean, what, have,
0: what have you, what have you on, been watching? Have you read that on Football League World? Because they on they only, they only treat, tweet truths as well. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, that's <laughs> where I got it from. Uh, that's, another, that's another one that I've seen. The whole thing about, uh, oh, Freddie Ladipo's going to Sunderland. It's like, no, he's not good. Yeah. Get out. Go away. That's two and um, two and six, isn't it, that one? Yeah, exactly. But the one that I found that was like half right was people saying that uh, Josh K.O. has been shown interest by multiple League One clubs. That that bit's true you know that, yeah. because they have had phone calls about him. But then they then they ruined it by saying, but, but one is reluctant to sell his star man. First of all, it wouldn't. We won't be selling him; it'd be alone. And second of all, he's not going anywhere because Warren and K. O. Would have just said in the advertiser this week that they want to stay here. And his mm. next phase of his development is here, so that's out of window as well. All the ones I've seen. Um, did you see the one about a swap deal with Sean Maguire at Preston? Yes. Yeah that that one caught my eye a little bit. To, for the fact that Sean Maguire has made 18 appearances for Preston, but I think he scored once and assisted for, twice. Who Coyote? Fred. No, for Freddie. So, so Freddie go Preston. Uh, but again, I can't hey. see Preston coming in for a player like Freddie, personally. But yeah. you know, it's all it's all about into. So, um. Mm-hmm. I think that's the last Again. one I've seen. Everyone's gone quiet now, are not they? Because they've sort of realised that actually these lads know what they're talking about and they dismiss it very quickly.
2: <laughs>
0: Again, for me, there's there's, there's no confirmed uh, interest in Sean Maguire. Um, and for me, that's why I, I wouldn't want to speak about it. Uh, purely because, you know, in the, in that situation, we know how unsettling it can be, um, yeah. you know, from, from our own situation. Yeah. So, just out of respect to, to Preston, if anything does come, you know, Sean McGuire is an unbelievable player and, and would be great at Rotherham United, but he's yeah. not that player. So it, it's a non-event for me. Um, until something official comes out, I'm not even going to look at it.
3: Yeah, mm. exactly. I think the uh, the one thing that sparked a bit of interest is we were interested in him in the summer um, before we signed Greg. Um, but I think Preston said a very stick no when we put a bid on him I think I th- I, th- I don't I can't quite remember but I think they rejected a bid from us for for him um under whatever guys whether it was the player not wanting to come. Oh, the bid not being high enough, but that might be where they've sort of got that rumor from. It's like, oh, one player's leaving, they want to this player, swap deal, that'll do. Yeah. Type, 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 post. I was probably missing more
4: Freddy Freddie rumors to random places because it's, it's fair uh, game yeah. I It's a transfer request for these clowns, isn't it? I thought. The yeah, whole,
0: that's true. The whole issue with Freddy here is is the amount of money that you're going to have to pay to get him out of Rotherham United because, yeah. you know, the direct quote, I believe, from uh, from Mrs. Stewart is. Sir Tony Stewart sorry is he's a different player now we've developed him and he's showing greater quality so they're going to want more than the 400, 400 plus add-ons that we've already paid mm-hmm. um who's realistically got that sort of money and he's going to take a gamble on him at this sort he's of in, stage and he a gamble if you look at potentially I'm going completely against what I'm what I've just said but um, you know if if Chris Wood goes from uh, Newcastle um, to Burnley are Kiefer then gonna look at Cart? look at uh is gonna look at Kiefer yeah. is, is what I'm trying to get out there. Yeah. Mm. Is that an option there? Um not for me to speculate. Um but mm. but yeah, um, you know, I, I don't know who's gonna pay that sort of money. I think there'll there'll be a lot of clubs that just, just try and wait until end of season and see what, what the, the game is there, to be honest. I think mean,
5: it's, it's one of these I was just going to say, as one of these Twitter accounts has already said, I mean, who wouldn't want a big, strong, physical strike <laughs> like for Adepo. <Ilidapo. laughs> yeah, that, that was second tier, to be fair. That were a, a reasonable were really? podcast, yeah. yeah. Oh, we've spoken to them spawning. a few times. What, what, <laughs> what, were that like an April Fool's thing? <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, it's not particularly strong, and
5: he's definitely not physical. Apart from that, yeah, they're about right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, you well, you talk about
2: the
4: Chris Wood one. These things can have knock-on effects, because now Burnley have £25 million extra spend. Let's say they could spend £10 million on Kiefer more. That gives Cardiff an extra money to spend, which will give somebody else a bit more money to spend, which will trickle could trickle down to somebody like Freddie, who is available. It only takes one deal to have a massive domino effect, as we've seen with other... other yes, yeah, that's true. Windows.
0: Uh, For definite. and I mean, that could be really, really helpful for us. For me, if if we're fetching someone in, I would prefer to look at the other end of the spectrum Mm. and look at, you know, sides that are, you know, players that are performing in in League Two and potentially further down from that as well, because we've got, you know, Josh and and, and Will already, so we could probably fetch in a striker that's happy to be striker number three, striker number four, Mm. use it as a bit of a project. Um, But... Who knows? I, I don't know the, the club's uh, transfer plans. I don't know what we're trying to what we're trying to sign. Um, I'm sure there's a plan in place, and I, I trust the club implicitly to to do what they need to do. Hang mm,
3: on, yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh,
0: ben, anything you
4: want to add? You've been very quiet for twenty minutes. No, really. Cool. Go last. Right, moving on. Navea's <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, mum is with us. Tana's with us. I uh, hope we're all well. Still full of the Freddy and she says put mm. JJ in his position. Which is better. Yeah. Well, so I think one way or another we will see JJ this weekend. Mm. Hoping so anyway. Um I think we're done. Uh last call
6: for anything else. we we'll talk about NFL playoffs, if you want. No first round. That's all we've got <laughs> time for. <laughs> <laughs> when you said Titans earlier, you were like, Oh, I'm gonna watch Titans. I was like, Oh, Tennessee. And he said Robert so... No, no, only person <laughs> rather Oh, get just out, out of it! Who just said Somewhere there's not a lot of difference? Who just said there's not a lot of difference? Get out of it! Super cheap ball, mate. Making football a thinking man's game.
4: So <laughs> sure, you can join want to have this conversation once we finish recording? Yeah. <laughs> right. It's been a pleasure. Thank you all for watching. If you are watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to it because we're nearly at 450, and we'd love you if you can. I should also give a shout. If you are on our Twitter page, you will see we're doing a competition where you can win a print uh, that they've done for New York Stadium. If you go onto our tweet and retweet it and follow us and follow Matthew Hayward, I think it is. Check the tweet. I'll pin it to our Twitter account. Uh, if you t- retweet it, follow us, follow him. We will then draw you out of a hat on Friday evening time uh, to win a what is I think a really nice uh, portrait. I can't think. I can't think what the right word is. Nice of the New York Stadium print. Of New York Stadium, I will pin it to our Twitter account as we speak, so that everybody can go to our Twitter account. And I've muted it instead of pinning it. That's my fault. There oh, we well, go. Nice. Pinned. Um, so follow us and Matthew J. Haywood, Matthew J. Wood, on Twitter. Retweet it, and you'll be in with a chance of winning it. I think it looks really cool. Um, we will be back on Sunday night. We will have a review of Fleetwood Town and we'll preview as the Saturday, Tuesday games start properly um with Lincoln City coming to town. We'll hopefully have pulled away by then. um Thank you all for watching, listening. We all appreciate all the usual stuff, but we still mean it every single week we say it. Uh, Will, it's been great to have you back on, mate. We'll uh, certainly, hopefully, have you again, again soon. Thank you very much. And then, the all best contribution of the episode was your advert. So, thank you. <laughs> Did you hear that. Uh, and Nick thank you for coming as always yeah
5: yeah, yeah thanks <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, it it's always a
4: pleasure mate thank you for coming
3: yep always a pleasure looking forward to going to Fleetwood for the first time um, and hopefully it doesn't rain because I'm on standing um. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you. good luck to- yeah, safe travels Charles, everybody going to Fleetwood um, yeah that's up have been three points back with you thank you very yep, much fingers crossed